Prologue For a moment, the sounds of the forest were denied me, replaced by a supernatural silence, as if there was no air to carry the noises of the nighttime. I had the impression that I was a prisoner in my own senseless body, hearing nothing, seeing nothing, able to utter neither cry nor word. As I lay where I had fallen, unable even to feel the snowy ground beneath me, I fought to gain breath, to regain movement, to come properly to life once more. Then, just as it seemed I would suffocate in this nothingness, all senses returned. My lungs sucked air hungrily, the cold of the winter's night rasping down my throat. My heart thudded, rapid and irregular, as if I had been running, as if I had been terrified, as indeed I had. Departing the Summerlands had been a dangerous and painful experience. It was not a place from which one was meant to return. Witches arrived there with no thought of ever leaving. And yet here I was, expelled from that world of ultimate peace and magic, like some flawed angel thrown down from heaven. How could I have let this come to pass? How could this be the path I had to follow? We had been so sure that his capture was secure, that he would never be able to escape. And yet there I was. At first, when the news had been brought to me, I had refused to believe it, had refused to accept what I was being told, certain that there must be some mistake. But truth is a tenacious thing, which will not long be ignored. And the truth was that Gideon had managed to slip his magical bonds, evade his captors, leave the Summerlands, and return to life on Earth again. But how? No captive had ever succeeded in doing so before. There was no record or memory of it happening, not once. For all his dark magic, he never had sufficient power to attempt such a perilous and difficult act. One thing I knew beyond any doubt is that he could not have escaped alone. Someone or something, helped him. And Goddess knew that someone must be in possession of the most terribly powerful magic. With such an ally, Gideon would be doubly dangerous. I rose unsteadily to my feet, brushing snow from my clothes. Above me, a cruel wind whined through the bare trees. I pulled my cloak around me, tightening it against the cold. As my eyes adjusted to the lack of light, I was able to make out my surroundings quite well with the aid of the waxing moon. Batchcombe woods were familiar to me, and so filled with fierce memories that to be there once more was in itself deeply disturbing. Images of times past flitted before me, running between the trees as a girl, gathering mosses and herbs for my mother's pharmacopoeia, my family, William. Tegan, and Gideon. Always Gideon. I chased the pictures from my mind. I had to collect myself, marshal my thoughts and my energies, and bring them to bear on the present moment. It was crucial I put aside the pain I felt at having to leave the place that had become my home, and where I had believed I would dwell with my sister witches forever. To be wrenched from there because of Gideon was to know a profound grief. 
for the order of things had been rejected, and it was possible I would never again be allowed to enter. The forest floor, with its icy coating, felt strangely solid after five years living a non-corporeal existence. My limbs were heavy, and my movements sluggish. An owl swooped past, letting out a screech that cut through the night air. I straightened my shoulders and raised my chin. Gideon had a head start. I was certain he would seek out Tegan. My course of action was clear. He must be stopped, and I must be the one to stop him. And this time, there would be no mercy.'